previously on Pokemon Legacy. Our adventure takes place in the Swatu region. The town and its people, like everything in this region, are primitive in terms of science and technology, but nonetheless a thriving people who are in the process of building a bustling civilization. My name is Professor Alder. Um, I reach into my pocket and I pull out a small red and white ball and I press the button. And it goes boom and it gets a little bit bigger. This is probably a good time to tell you all that I am from the future. Uh, Golette and I, we escaped in a time machine. It brought us back 600 years. The signs in the heavens, the flashing lights, the horses from space. I have reason to believe that that event may have coincided with my traveling through time. Um, Now, the three of you have been chosen because you represent three people that can help. I, as you can see, am a large dragonborn. My name (laughs) is Terence Lieberman. As if you crank your heads downwards, you will see a little (laughs) dragon. This is my Axew. Uh, Hi, I'm uh, Zaf. The next thing I'm going to say doesn't make sense for him to say, so I'll just say that uh, he's an alien. I have a star you. Hi, guys. My name is Maybe Nothing. I am a... You're not sure if you have a name? It's a, it's a cruel joke. I am a human and a archaeologist. Mine's a little hard to miss. It's this massive Snorlax that's carrying me in his arms. I have witnessed the occurrence of this... Um, uh, new, newly arrived invader, let's call them. Sorry, Zeph. They will introduce both science and technology to this land in the harshest of ways, which will lead to the future abuses of Pokemon. And just about as you're um, ready to begin another walking montage, you hear a sound echo through the trees. And that sound goes... Welcome back to another episode of Pokemon Legacy. Ooh. You didn't try to trick us that time. No. Nope. I'm impressed. <laughs> uh we're I'm I'm shooting straight from from wait, no, shooting from the hip is the opposite of what I'm doing. What's the phrase when you're You're putting the gun back a, in the holster. You're a, I'm a straight, a straight shooter. shooter. Yep, I'm shooting straight today. Isn't that um, also shooting from the hip? No, that's being hasty. Yeah. I don't know. Shooting from the hip is the opposite. It means you're like not aiming, you're just like Cute. Got it. Shooting from the Well, head. here we go. It's the all gun episode of Pokemon Legacy. <laughs> Every Pokemon gets a gun. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be the best Pokemon like adaptation ever. The hey guys, mega- check out my Tumblr. It's mostly uh it's mostly my drawings of Pokemon, but they're holding guns. <laughs> <laughs> what gun do you think that a war turtle would have? <laughs> all right. I can't play that that Tumblr character any longer. <laughs> it's the regional form of Age of Slash where it's Age of Gun and it just there blasts we go. everyone. <laughs> okay. Um, we are back to another episode, uh, to the continuation of Pokemon Legacy. Um, if you have not listened to the first episode of Pokemon Legacy, I'd highly recommend it. Um, and aside from that, you can also go back even further to listen to the episodes where we dreamt up the Swatu region, which is the region, the fictional um, fan created by us, uh, region of we Pokemon the fans that we are we playing in the fans of yes. this united Pokemon nation. Fans with a double Z. Do solemnly swear we're up to no good. <laughs> okay. Um, do, do we need to like review anything? I mean, we're I'm gonna like review what's ha- what happened, but I guess we just jump in. I get. 
do we have I any like so. perfect brainstorm housekeeping or anything or no? Don't you guys usually say your name? There is that. Mm. <laughs> I am Jake Bush. I am Jake Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I am Jake Bush. I'm Jake Bush. We are all um. Jake. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I'm her- yeah, go ahead, Brian. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Jake Bush. No, Let's start I'm over the introduction. This isn't funny. <laughs> Let's just get a straight introduction in. Welcome back to Pokemon Legacy. <laughs> no, I'm not Jake that far back. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, Jake Bush? I just said it. How come you guys aren't saying your names? <laughs> I'm Houston Bodily. I'm Brian Perry. And I'm Crystal Bush. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump into where we were at. So, in our last adventure, the four of us find ourselves in the woods outside of Postwick. Um, we had a bit of misfortune as we got lost in the, in the trees. We are back on track. And as you're standing there in the road, you hear a sound. And that sound goes. Grookey. Oh, man. It's, it's Grookey ghosts. It's, <laughs> I don't believe in Grookey ghost type Pokemon. But I do believe that there are Grookies amongst us. I think we need to prepare for battle, since that's something we didn't do last episode. <laughs> um, is that what you guys want to do? Do you want to prepare for battle? Just, I'm just... already charging into the bushes. I say <laughs> loudly to the sky. Let's find those, let's find those Grookies. Um, okay, so Terrence Lieberman just um, plunges right into <laughs> the bushes, yelling... Terrence Lieberman. <laughs> um, uh, what do the what do you two do? Um, um, yeah, I guess I'll follow him and see if he needs help. Okay. Um, um, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay put and see what happens to them, and then I'll decide if I want to follow them. <laughs> so okay. Can I see them? Um, like, if they so, charge into the bush, can I still see them? Uh, it, it's like pretty dense and I like the sun is about to go down. So it's fairly dark. So they just okay, kind of disappear I, into the bushes. Then I listen. My star, you has the, the ability illuminate. Uh, so I'll have him do that, which is basically casting the light spell. Okay. So he's got 15 feet of bright light coming out of him, probably out of his gem. <laughs> it's gem. You're okay. a shining star. You. Yep. <laughs> Perfect. So the, you pl- so um maybe did you decide that you're following them into the bushes or you're staying put sorry no i'm gonna stay put and listen to hear if they like die and then i'll decide if i want to go in <laughs> then you'll decide <laughs> yeah okay um so terrence lieberman and um gosh brian what's your character's name uh zeff zeff okay thank you i'm the dm i should really know that <laughs> terrence lieberman Heather. and zeff Short for Yosefo. You a fun mnemonic is that it's my middle name in Esperanto. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> um, and your star you illuminates um, 15 feet in front of you. Now, Starbo, light it up. <laughs> that needs to be like your character's catchphrase. Moving yeah, forward. Starbo, light it up. Even if you have like a like a Psyduck out or something. Starbo, light it up. <laughs> yes. Um, so Starbo lights it up and you see illuminated in front of you about 15 pairs of eyes sitting oh, up crap. in the trees 
the branches are just filled with these grookies and they're looking down on the two of you. Um, and you can really sense that they are waiting to see how you guys react. Um, so, uh, tear, tear, was it tear bear? Um, I don't know if we can take all those. I, I was kind of, I breathe fire too, at them. Oh no. I, you know, I you have a water type, them. right? I, Terrence Lieberman, fear no monkey type Pokemon. Uh, side note, Terrence is actually very terrified of uh, monkey Pokemon, and so he's just going to attack on demand. Okay. Okay. Um, um, all right. Well, yeah. I, I'll stand by to stop a forest fire, maybe. <laughs> so what we're going to say then is uh, we're giving Terrence Lieberman, um, you, we're giving you the jump on things, so you are going to get a first attack, and then... Brian, I want you to roll for initiative, and the okay. groupies are also going to roll for initiative. Okay. Um, the groupies will have to make a deck saving throw to dodge my dragon breath. Because it's very spicy. I did eat three Terrence tacos today. <laughs> Terrence tacos? What are those made of? Terrence. Imagine a burrito, <laughs> but then you put it into a taco shell. And then you deep fry it, and then you take extra onions and roast them, uh, and then you dip them over, and then you take lime, as in like a lot of limes, like a whole bowl of limes, squish them, and then you just dunk the taco right into the bowl of limes. All right, okay, as I'm you're explaining, Terrence Tacos, the Grookies attack. <laughs> you lose your surprise round. <laughs> yeah. um, I got an initiative of twenty-one. Ooh, with Starbo. Good. All right, uh, the Grookies got initiative of four, so you guys um, thoroughly get the jump on them. Um, I get a crit fail. You crit fail? On my in uh, initiative roll. So, nice. are, like, I, I, I'm going to honor that crit fail because you spent so much time explaining <laughs> Terrence tacos that I'm hey, going to say that you're officially Zeph, last in initiative. The Terrence hey, why did you, taco. Why, why did you start explaining that right then? There's a bunch of Grookey. I need you to understand how powerful my dragon breath is right now. It's lime scented. Uh, all right. All right. So I um, guess I'm attacking first then? Yes. Well, I guess I'll use Harden because I don't really want to attack him. So uh, I'm going to do Harden, which increases my AC um, plus one. And then... Very good. As a as a bonus action, I will just sort of spread some water around the perimeter just in case. Sort of okay. set a set a perimeter so in case they're getting, things get too fiery, we're not going to burn down the whole forest. Very good. All right, excellent. Um, so you do that, and then one of the grookies that is up at kind of the nearest branch, um, he just snaps one of the branches off of the tree, and he pokes you with it. And that is his specialty move called Branch Poke. Pokes um, me with it? Yeah, he pokes uh, Zeph. Oh, man. Oh, right, right, right. This is a Pokemon battle. Yeah. <laughs> you should have him attack Starbo. All right. Well, he, he pokes you softly, Zeph, just to like let okay. you know that he, he sees you. Like, um, oh, well, hey, then hey, he, he kind of honors the rules of the Pokemon world and decides that this is a battle <laughs> among Pokemon, not Pokemon versus alien. OK, um, cool. So he more aggressively takes that branch and he pokes Starbo right in the star. 
Hey, whoa, that's my <laughs> that's my precious Starbo. <laughs> uh, Starbo is completely a star. So, yeah, that's true. And <laughs> right in the, that right is in the gem, a, a seven. Uh, what Starbo's AC? Higher than seven, hopefully. Uh, yeah, it's a, a 13. Okay, so the stick just kind of bounces right off the gem. Nothing happens. Um, and then uh, initiative goes to Houston, or rather to Terrence Lieberman. So I'm tag teaming this with my Axew, who I summon. Axew? Because his name is Question, in case you forgot about that. It's very important. <laughs> I did forget about that. Um, I'm going to aim my dragon breath, that is Terrence Taco flavored, at all of these grookies that I can. And they all have it's to not make hot, a- it's just spicy. It's just very tangy. It's like a pepper spicy spray. Fire. They're going to cry a lot, but it will be lime scented tears. And that's very important to me. Gross. Um they have to make dexterity saving throws. Uh no, it or sorry, speed saving throws. Speed. For for the listeners, we are on a, a hybrid system. So if if we talk these weird terms, that's why. We'll we'll get used to it. We're also combining yeah. kind of our D and D characters with the Pokemon RPG a little bit. It'll yeah. transition more and more to Pokemon RPG. And we'll try and talk about it less and less once we know <laughs> what we're doing. Okay, oh, I forgot uh, I have a net. So, so what is the what is the DC, like what's the save throw against like what number? Uh, it's going to be a thirteen. Sorry, say that again. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. So collectively, the Grookey um, try to dodge this fire breath, and that's a five. So they take that fire right to the face. Oh, they're man. all going to take nine damage, but I assume they're all vulnerable because they're grass type. So it's going to be 18 damage. Ooh, 18 damage. Okay, they so all die. The way, the way that uh, I'm going to handle this, um, the way that I would like to handle this whenever we're like fighting hordes of Pokemon um that damage is just kind of distributed among like the horde oh that makes so, sense 18 damage um you see this fireball just kind of go forward and it completely just burns up three grookey out of the 10 that have oh, engaged man. in combat with you and so they're flailing around and their fur's on fire and they're they're and they just fall out of the trees and hit the ground and die and it's very it's very oh, shoot they're dead like dead dead oh wait this is pokemon you can't kill pokemon <laughs> They're they all pass out. They, they, they can burst, die. They burst into flames, fall out of the trees, hit the ground, and fall asleep. <laughs> okay. All of them. I'm uh, okay. I okay. think I just committed monkey genocide. Oh man. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. Yeah. I don't um, think we're on the same team on this battle, Houston. I think so. I think I'm Team Grookey here. <laughs> <laughs> um, jumping back to um, maybe who is still sitting on the path. Um, you just. Do do this for me. Roll a perception check. <clears throat> That's fourteen. Okay, so you hear um, a lot going on. You hear <laughs> monkeys screaming. You hear branches snapping. You hear so, people getting poked with branches. You hear flamethrower noises. You hear monkeys fainting. So uh, this is you what hear I'm a great do. recipe for a taco. Yeah. And I actually was very intrigued by that taco recipe, and I did take notes on it because I'd like to recreate it. It's very but good. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to have Snorlax do his fling move, 
and he's going to throw me into <laughs> the bushes because I am with Yosefo that I disagree with mass monkey genocide. So I'm actually kind of <laughs> aiming for Terrence to kind of just like run into him in hopes that it's like, hey, buddy, let's not. So that's the goal. In so let's getting, not in body burn slamming into Terrence. This endangered species down to okay. ashes. Yeah. So, so uh, this is just like an athletics check for Snorlax, right? This isn't an actual move that you're referring to. It's um, fling, right? Yeah. It basically, it I gain advantage on it, but I do. I'm pretty sure I just have to like roll an attack roll. I think fling gives advantage to the trainer, right? Um, no. No, I think you're right. I've used fling with on our other campaign, so I'm, I know. roughly understand it. So yeah, do, to I, the do I just roll? Pokemon itself. Uh, wait, let me. So hold on, let me pull up thing. So when it says gain advantage, that means she just gets to roll twice. Yeah, and I yes. take the upper. Okay, yeah. So just roll a d20 twice. Okay, well the first roll was eighteen. Let's see if I can get a nat twenty. Nice. Second roll was five, so we're gonna go with the eighteen. <laughs> okay. Your dice sound like giant chamber pots that you're dropping yeah you sound like you're in a dungeon sorry i'll make it i'll make it <laughs> no, it's all good no it's good it just it's intimidating yeah this this is dungeons and dragons okay um so snorlax uh he he he's feeling robust today so <laughs> you kind of give him the word he picks you up and he just flings you right through these bushes you kind of just like soar like Superman style. Um, and I'm going to make you roll for dexterity to see Fair. how the accuracy is on that, though. Fair. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, farts McGee. Um, that's an eight. Okay. Uh, so you kind of like whiz right past her. Snorlax did a great job. Yeah. The you, Snorlax you, you is fantastic. Right uh you you didn't like tweak your body and you didn't use your aerodynamics properly enough to stay on target and so you kind of drifted just a little bit off of terrence's shoulder and you just kind of thump right into the middle of this grove next to a couple of uh smoldering grookies (laughs) okay as my bonus action can i do like a somersault out of it and go like i planned that the whole time do i have to roll for that i'll allow it Oh, you'll just allow it. I don't think you're <laughs> fooling any of us. No, oh, that's a four. <laughs> no. Okay, so you just kind of like stand up, like do like a half cartwheel and trip again, and you're sitting on the ground. <laughs> I just like put my arms hey, in, the, welcome. in the air and just do it. Hey, bow. just to catch you up, Terrence is attacking all these, these grookie, and I'm putting them not on fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one, uh, bud. I'm not okay with this. Um, also, uh, maybe I'm going to have you roll for initiative to see where you are. Ah, yes. Uh, uh, one. So, I gotta punish my (laughs) dice. They're not doing really good. Okay, perfect. Um, so, then it goes to, um, Brian. Your turn again. Oof. Um, yeah, so I have a net. I, I just noticed on my character sheet that I have a net that I got from the other Terrence Lieberman at the Mart. How big is this net? 
Uh, it's like picture is it a, like it's like I'm got, picturing a jellyfishing net from SpongeBob. Think but of it, it, it occurred to me it could be like a big old fishing net. No, no, it's like it's like twice the cir- cir- circumference of um a net on Animal Crossing. Got it. Got it. Um, so yeah, it's not I'm gonna try and... for it's not built for butterflies. It's built for small to medium sized animals. <laughs> Perfect. I'm gonna scoop up a couple grooks. Um, I'm just gonna scoop up some burnt grooks and just sort of pull them out of there. Um, that's gonna be my my trainer's action, and then uh, okay, so are you? I think, uh, but I think uh, we need to clarify at this point. So, are is that like you're catching them? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just pulling them out of the center. I I would like to okay. catch one, but I don't. We also haven't figured out if you, you're allowed to catch them after they faint. Right, and I, I I would say it's a no if we're going by like I don't think. Otherwise, it's... we just caught fifteen grookey. Yeah, I would say if they're unconscious, you can't catch them. Okay, yeah. but it's I am the... just I am literally just pulling them out because I don't want them to be in a smoldering pile. It's okay. an F. There's no realistic reason to describe why we can't catch Pokemon when they're unconscious. I think it's just a moral boundary that none that's of us just are willing how, to That's just the rule. It's yeah. not, you just yeah. don't it's have consent. Yeah, there it is. Um, I think I would like... I'm tempted. Anyway. Um, nope, I, th- I think we're just we're just team Grookey Rescue. I'm fine. Like, if you need to knock them out to feel like we're safe, that's fine, but don't... Like, we're not going to kill them, and I'm just going to, like, make sure they're not in bad shape when we leave them. So okay. I, I think I'm also just j- sort of having Starbo do some covering water so we don't get forest fire as well. I'll keep that up. Okay, perfect. Um, so you do that. You you kind of just swing your net around and you grab these three Grookies and you kind of just fling them off to the side of this little clearing. Um, the seven remaining Grookies that are still sitting up in these tree branches, um, they just don't really quite understand that action and they're not too happy that you're like flinging around oh, their fallen shoot. comrades. Um, so one of them, um, turns to Terrence Lieberman, which is uh, the identified source of all of this pain, and he uses razor leaf, and a bunch oh. of razor leaves just fly straight towards Terrence's head. I, I, I'm coming up with something on the spot. I would say, if a Pokemon chooses to attack us as a trainer our individual Pokemon gets in the way. I think that's a good way of resolving. Oh, like, right. They are, that I'm was... still forgetting that these are Pokemon battles. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Houston's to... part Pokemon. So it's like... and yeah. Houston is the one who has been attacking. So yeah, yeah they, yes. like I think it made sense in that context, but I agree with you that we can have the Pokemon step in. And um, also I think this is a good narrative device of Terrence realizing how powerful he is and choosing <laughs> not to use Dragon Breath going forward. It's a dangerous yeah. tool that is meant for greater hands than his own. With so, great power comes great responsibility. I think he's going to yeah. rely on his little termite dragon to do the fighting now. So um, all of these little razor leaves just uh, start flying towards Terrence's face and then Axew just jumps in the way. Axew! And it's it's a very Axew. noble action on your pokemon's part um however the attack roll is a four <laughs> good job axio axio totally jumps up to take the bullet but all the razor leaves just like pedal out halfway through yeah they were no just pun intended. they didn't have a lot of force behind him okay great um so then um it's gonna go back to terrence lieberman what do you okay. do? uh with that how many grookey are still in trees uh, there are seven. 
So the the three that fainted, the reason that three fainted is because 18 damage is exactly the equivalent of three times the HP of one uh, Kruki. Gotcha. So there's so, six. There's seven I turn, there were ten. I turn to Zepho. She means six hit points. Oh, Thank right, you. right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I turn to Zeph and I say, I've learned the error of my ways, <laughs> but I am a slightly mortified of these monkey type Pokemon. So there is, there's, this battle is not ending. They've attacked me now. I, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think we need to get out of You're here, talking, but they'll probably just chase us anyway. But I'm already sending Axew to slash the branch that most of the Grookies are chilling on. And I'm just kind of muttering to myself, trying to justify this battle. <laughs> but eventually being convinced. Um, so yeah, Axew is going up, and he's going to slash, use the bonus action of slash so that he can cut the branch uh, that these Grookies are chilling on. My hopes is that they don't catch themselves while falling down and that they're all knocked prone or take some falling damage. Okay. Great. They probably got a save they can make for that. Uh, probably like a speed saving throw, I'd assume. Okay. Um, so is that a, is there like a value associated with your slash that they're saving against? or? Um, I would leave that up to your discretion, what you okay. think they gotcha. need to save. Cool. Okay, so uh, collectively, the seven Grookies that are positioned on these tree branches, um, they see your Axew just like fly up in a, in a blur of motion, just, sh- 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 just slash the branches. Um, and they do their best to um, catch themselves, uh, but they do not do a good job. And they just kind of fall and they just go like kerplop right in the, um, in the, um, in the dirt there. And we're going to say that each Grookie has taken two damage. Cool. And they're now on the ground. Um, Axew's hoping to land adjacent to one of these Grookies and then use the action part of Slash to do a straight-up attack against one of them. Hopefully finish it off. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a 14. Whoa. Okay. Uh, sorry, what was the attack called again? Slash. All right, so Actu uh, just keeps hacking away at these monkeys. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> he just kind of, he, he, he stirs up a pretty good slash storm here, and three more Grookies faint. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, 14 is the attack roll. I oh, 14 is the attack roll. Okay, um, yeah, so that definitely hits. Uh, but the damage, uh, because I'm using an action charge on this, is 22. So it's quite a bit of damage. <laughs> oh, jeez. I rolled two tens. These poor Grookey. 22, you said? 22. Okay. You're making me do math. <laughs> <laughs> that should kill three and a half Grookeys. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we have... Um, well, the, they also took some fall damage, so we are down to w- three more Grookies fainted. One Grookie was pretty badly maimed to the point that he doesn't have much will left to fight. Um, one of them managed to kind of stay out of this slash storm. Um, so you're now facing down about one and a half Grookies here sitting in the grass. All right. 
Okay. We each have one Pokeball. Is that right? Uh, yes, I gave each of you a Pokeball. Okay. The professor, the professor yells out from the other landing <laughs> off a few feet. Hey, we have we have a Pokeball, right? But also, I think the idea behind... I, I recall uh, in one of our other sessions, the idea behind the nets is that nets also function as catching. Oh, that's mechanics. right. Yes. Got it. Yeah. They're like, they're, they're basically a primitive Pokeball. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, now it is going to, um, maybe, what would you like to do? Um, so how many feet is my Snorlax from these bushes? Like how far in was this? Um, it was, it was probably about 20 feet. Okay. Not, su- not super close, but not super far away. So, my Snorlax is going to, I don't know how they move, bound, wobble? I've actually never seen him <laughs> move. But they, Probably somewhere between a bound and a wobble. Yeah, he, 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 he bondles into the clearing, and then he's going to cast Yawn, because he, we don't love the obliteration of these Grookies, and he wants them to just go to sleep. <laughs> Okay. So, Great. Right um, so all creatures in range fall asleep after their next turn, if they have a failed save. After their next. All creatures in range, huh? I, that's why he moved forward because I picture his yawn like a cone from his mouth. So if we're standing behind him, yeah. Oh, okay. It doesn't hit us. I, I don't know. I think it would also be fairly productive to put all of us asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, nap time. Everyone falls asleep. Uh, no, okay, so that makes sense. Maybe so this, is the mom of the group. Everyone stop. Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. Uh, no, so Snorlax uh, wobbles slash um, waddles into, slash bounds into the bushes and kind of moves toward these remaining Grookies and gets just a little bit ahead of the party. Um, he yawns and these these two Grookies look at him and, and they just think, wow, you know, I've got about one good turn left in me before I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, uh, yawning really is contagious. Yes. Uh, Brian, what does Yosefo do next? Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I will cast, or not cast, I guess. I will, uh, I'll have Starbo do swift. Starbo, use swift. Yeah. And he's going to shoot, he's going to shoot a different projectile at three different Grookey. Like, Even is it made of water? No, Swift is uh, it shoots little stars. Okay, still uh, not made attack. out of water. Okay, it's a magic missile, so it always it always hits. Oh, okay. Uh, roll for damage. Roll damage. That is a three. That is uh, also a three, and that is also a three. Okay. Um, so this. Um, this attack uh, just takes him square in the face. Uh, the one that was like already in pretty rough shape um, just faints. Uh, the other one, uh, for all intents and purposes, also faints, but is left with just enough strength to reach out to the side. It grabs a tree branch, and it holds this tree branch over to a stump, and it just starts knocking on the stump weakly. Oh, no. as if As if putting out some sort of plea for help. Like in Jumanji, he's doing it weekly. And he how long are we here? Uh, for a good five knocks before you hear. Oh, then how do we know it's weekly? 
<laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I that was that. a bad well joke. Done. I know. <laughs> um, he's he's knocking on this stump when you start to hear bushes cracking. Hey, we haven't been attacked by Pokemon trainers in a while. Knock on wood. <laughs> you start to hear um, entire like uh, branches breaking and cracking. Oh man! And then it's getting fairly dark, so you can't see very well like past this clearing and into the trees. We can but... see fifteen feet bright and fifteen more feet dim. Okay, so you hear like something that is sixteen feet away. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Goes. That's the scariest distance from me. Guys, based on what I've studied about this planet, I think that might be a Rillaboom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it bursts out of the trees. A gigantic Rillaboom is now standing in front of you, and it is pissed. Um, I was right. It sees sees about four or five Grookies kind of uh, scattered around, fainted. Uh, it sees a couple more pushed off to the side uh, with some smoke coming off their fur. And then it sees its its best little buddy friend uh, knocking a, a branch on this uh, stump as a cry for help. <laughs> and it looks all three of you in the eyes and engages in combat. And it rolls a 19 initiative. Nice. Good job, Rillaboom. Oh, Real angry. proud of you. Okay. Uh, so... Uh... Um, Rillaboom is, let me pull up uh, his stats here. Does anyone know where the professor went? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about him. He, he just, He's sitting <laughs> this one out. Okay. Isn't he still unconscious from when Staryu knocked him out? Anyways? We can say that. Yeah, I was thinking that actually. I think at the end of last episode, maybe our fans can uh, correct us if we're wrong here. But um, I think he is like still fairly incapacitated. I think he was pretty knocked out, yeah. Okay, um, and he uses... Um, noble roar. Ooh, how uh, noble! So let me see here. Okay, uh, so essentially, what this does is, um, he is trying to intimidate you with this noble roar. Um, and so I'm gonna use a little bit of DM uh, creative liberty here, Houston, and um, we're going to make all three of your Pokemon roll a defense saving throw fair enough to see if you are intimidated by this noble roar or not and uh the way that noble roar works is if if um he succeeds it actually does physical damage to you because you're so terrified so you're saying it's a physical tax we're using a defense saving throw yeah okay i got a 17 starbo got a 17 okay i got a 16 with axie um, um maybe. Snorlax got an 18. Wow. Dang. We got some good defense. So rolls. this uh Rillaboom just roars at at the party here and um all three of your Pokémon, they hold strong. They're <laughs> they're not intimidated by this. For so. the record, Zeph got a 6. Okay, and Zeph <laughs> craps his face. He's terrified. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Terrence <laughs> Terrence Lieberman, frightened of monkeys. No opinion about gorillas. He's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and maybe he got and a natural on one. So she, she poops her pants. 
<laughs> and she also passes out uh, from fear. Like like goats. You know when goats goats get scared yeah. and they roll onto their back and they go stiff? Yeah, exactly. That is uh, maybe Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, Terrence Lieberman, you're up. Okay, I'm going to take a big sniff to my right and smell Zeph's crappy pants. <laughs> I'm going to take a big sniff to my left and smell maybe who just passed out in her crap. <laughs> I don't like and the picture I'm just you're saying, I think we metaphorically crapped our pants. I don't think it. <laughs> I guess I have to do everything myself. <laughs> and so I'm going to send uh, Axiu. He's going to scamper on over and he's going to go under this Rillaboom. He's first going to use his assurance move, uh, which allows him to get critical hits more efficiently, essentially, without getting into the logistics too much. That's your bonus action? Uh, yes, that's my bonus action. And then I'm going to do another slash, uh, which actually is not going to be great. It's going to be a 10. For the attack roll? Yes. Okay, that misses. Okay, Axie's like trying to jump up and slash at Rillaboom, but keeps missing. Okay, perfect. Um, and now maybe, what would you like to do? Um, I wake up from my sleepy stupor <laughs> and I look at Snorlax and I just go, tackle! So he tackles him. And, okay. well, he Roll attempts tackle. to tackle him and he got a four. Wait, plus seven, 11. <laughs> Okay, uh, so he just kind of bounds forward, but he unfortunately trips on a rock and kind of just like goes boom, falls over. <laughs> and everyone shake. Everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it's back to, um, so actually the way that we had to shuffle him into initiative here is it's back to Rillaboom. Uh, and then it's going to be to Brian. So okay. um, Rillaboom uh, is pretty uh, amused by this whole situation. Um uh, but he decides that he wants to kind of take care of things here. So he is going to use Razor Leaf. And he aims his Razor Leaf at Axio. And he gets a nine on that attack roll. That is a miss. Darn. So Rillaboom and Axio are playing this little like <laughs> game of ninja over in the corner there. Just like trying to swipe at each other, but keep missing. Um, real quick. So, okay, real sidebar on on mechanics here. So, like when it says, so when we roll for razor leaf. Oh, 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 okay. Razor I didn't factor in the attack special, bonus, right? Yeah, I didn't factor in the attack bonus. Oh, okay. oh. that's why I was like, wait, there's got to be some like a something I need to add to this because that was just like, I rolled a nine. Gotcha. But then in I which ha- case, but th- this attack has an attack bonus of eight. So which is a seventeen, and that definitely hits Axie. Okay. So I think you had like a little fake out, and Axie got really <laughs> just full of himself because he thought he dodged Rillaboom yeah. so well. Or we and could pretend you, you didn't say the part about missing. Stick. Yeah. That's another option. Yeah, either way, this Axie just takes a razor relief right to the face. Um, okay. And then, in terms of damage, in terms of damage, we have no damage. <laughs> uh, it takes eleven. 
damage. All right. That's a a mean razor leaf. It's a mean Rillaboom. That's fair. (laughs) Okay. And then the attack move or initiative rolls to Brian. Okay, so I go to yell, Starbo, use Harden again, but I get sort of sort of cut off and Starbo is already going to do swift. Okay. Um, cause he's ready to fight. So he, he's going to aim all those projectiles at Rillaboom and let's see that damage. So I've been rolling a D six or a D eight as my D four and dividing it by two. And I don't want to do it anymore. I'm just, cause I lost my D four. No. Do you want me to roll it for Google, you? No, I used Google and I got a seven, seven damage. Seven damage. All right. Great. Uh, so the hits Rillaboom right good, in the face. Good job, Starbo. Um, and just to kind of give you guys some context here, uh, it, it knocks out about, you know, almost a quarter of this Rillaboom's desire to fight you. Okay. Wait, my move alone or what we've done so far? That. Well, you're the first one to actually. Oh, okay. Him. <laughs> We've all sucked at hitting him so far. That's right. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, the Grookey is next initiative, and it finally just drops the stick and passes out. Okay. <laughs> Terrence Lieberman. Rest in peace. I've done my duty. <laughs> <laughs> I walked away for like 10 seconds to turn off the light. Did someone die? <laughs> yeah, the Grookey gave up the ghost. The one, oh, that, no. the one that was banging the stick on the on the wood. It just went to sleep. It didn't die. Pokemon okay. don't die. That doesn't. That's not real. They do die. Except for Cubone's mom. But the Grookey <laughs> is not Cubone's mom, so it just faints. Cubone's mom is the only Pokemon to have ever died in existence. For the yeah. record. And every ghost type Pokemon. That whole tower is full of graves. That's what it is. That's true. Anyway. Okay, the Grookey dies. <laughs> just that one. Just the no, one that was think, banging the stick. No, I think I think Pokemon only die of old age. We have to establish that. They Losing a fight is fainting, then they die of old age. Okay. Yes. Canon. Peacefully right. in their homes with their loved ones surrounding them. So, uh, Yosefo. I feel um, like you guys are all up. making references to something that I, I just going over my head. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, death? No. Like... <laughs> who's who's Cubone and why is his mom dying? I don't get it. There's uh, a yeah. So Cubone yep. uh, in this in this um, cartoon made for children, Cubone is a little animal that wears the skull of its dead mother. Ew! Um, in gr- grief. <laughs> yeah. That's intense. Yeah, it's uh, pretty messed up. And and every single Cubone has a skull of its dead mother. So <gasps> They have no moms. Sad. Correct. Someone needs to give them a hug. All right, continue. Does that mean they can only have one offspring? I've never thought about that. Maybe. Well, also, anyway, why are all their moms dying? Is it like a genetic defect? Also, maybe Cubones are only created when a Kangaskhan's mom dies. Because a Cubone looks like a baby Kangaskhan, kind of. Ooh. Anyway, that's my theory. I feel like we're going to dig way deeper into Pokemon than <laughs> any executive at Pokemon.com yeah. has ever done. And I pulled that as though that's the actual title of the company. I just meant the Pokemon company. So the yeah. professor, the professor who's just kind of sitting in the weeds watching all this play out, he um, pulls out his journal and he just scribbles down 
potential side quest. Figure out <laughs> why Marowaks are dying. And he puts it, puts it back. Okay. Um, uh, Yosefo. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Can I do more damage with a tackle here? Uh, let's try that. Starbo's going to tackle the Rillaboom. Wow. I just, this little starfish attacking, like, Starbo is very gorilla. brave. Zeph is not very brave, but Starbo is very brave. Okay. Um, and he's going to do, that's a 16 to hit. That hits. Okay. And that's going to do. Well, six damage. Okay. So not great. Not great. Not terrible. The problem is I don't want to, I can't use water moves because he's resistant and my special moves. I don't have a good modifier on anyway. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, Terrence Lieberman. Um, you're up. I'm going to taunt this Rillaboom. Wow. Bold so move. Axie is going to stand on its hind two legs and hold up its hands and just like make crude hand gestures at the <laughs> Rillaboom. <laughs> and then run. So what Rillaboom has to do is go ahead and make a special defense saving throw to start off with. It, it's simple. It just has to be to 10. Okay. 16. Okay, so it ignores my Axew. <laughs> but I can spend an action charge to go ahead and heal with Axew. So okay. I get two health back. Um, and then I'm going to scamper off a little bit. So that just in case if Rillaboom decides to chase me, I'll be able to pull him away from the party and then they can get him from behind. Perfect. Okay. Um, maybe. You're up. So I'm going to have Snorlax fleeing me again, but I'm going to be in like a Kung Fu move where I just try and kick the Rillaboom as hard as I can in the face. Wow, that, this is an unconventional Pokemon attack. It's probably because but I don't I know much about I'm Pokemon. I'm going to wow it. <laughs> I do think the description of Fling says inanimate objects, but... No, uh, no, no, it doesn't. You may throw items, inanimate objects, other Pokemon, etc. I am an item. <laughs> etc. I think you're an I guess I could be an etc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, go for it. Uh, let's have you roll for attack. Also, I weigh like 85 pounds. Um, that's, Fair. that's a lot less than 12. Um, okay, so uh, Snorlax kind of picks you up and just hucks you directly at um, the Rillaboom and you kind of just fly right over his head and land in the in the bushes behind the Rillaboom. Do I get stuck with my leg and my Kung Fu motion? Like, ugh. Or did um, I yes. yeah. It Roll. looks. I'll give you this. It looked good. It looked good. It just okay. didn't hit him. All right. Okay. Well, hey for um, Hey, cool right. move. Cool move. Maybe. Thank you. The <laughs> the Rillaboom um, thought that was pretty crazy that that Snorlax just threw a human being at him. So uh, <laughs> it decides to take aim at Snorlax, um, and it is going to use double hit. So hmm. double hit makes two attacks against um, a target. Um. Yes, that's how it works. So, 12 for the attack. What's the AC of Snorlax? 12. Ooh. 
Okay, so that's going to do 1d6 plus 5 damage. Um, oh, well, it was a 1, so it's 6 damage. Alright. The Snorlax. Alright, um, and then in Yosefo. Um, that tackle didn't do super great. So what I'm going to do is do Swift again. Okay. <laughs> this is very exciting. Okay. Four, nine damage. And those, sh- those little stars shoot out at him. Okay. And hit him. Great. Um, so I kind of like to imagine that when star you uses uh, swift that all the little stars look like it. <laughs> I like that. Like, I feel like in the cartoon, the swift is like, it shoots little white stars, but I think they should look like star you just like tiny little star use. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm cool with that. And, um, so these stars just take the Rillaboom right in the, in the face. It kind of roars. It beats its chest a little bit. Cause it's like hurting now. Um, it's still in, in fighting shape for sure. But it guys, I think we're gonna get away from the Rillaboom. It's uh, it's definitely lost more than half its will to battle you. Okay, so um, yes, the Rillaboom is down to uh, it's it's hurting for certain. Um, and <laughs> is that saying? I like that. You've never heard hurting for certain? I've never heard hurting for certain. Brian. I like it though. Brian, I've, That's I've never heard it. Okay, I think it should replace Wait, bloodied in D and D. Are you in character right now? Has Zeph never heard of it? <laughs> yeah, also. Wait, Professor, back in the bushes, did you say he's hurting for certain? Yeah, the, the, the professor yells that. He's hurting <laughs> wow, he's for hurting certain. for certain? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a little perturbed, so I'm going to have Axew bite him. Just because. Okay. Uh, that is a natural 20. Oof. So. Oh, yeah. I'm do all... All Get them in the jugular. Sorts of damage here, <laughs> right in the, right in the monkey jugular. Um, with a, with a critical hit and using an action charge, I'm gonna go ahead and do 17 damage Ooh. to this Rillaboom. Oh, mama. Okay. Um, with that, uh, this actually just kind of takes a big old bite out of him. Um, and he is left in very poor shape. Uh, he's still standing on two feet. He still looks like he is, is strong enough to fight, but he is kind of woozy. He's kind of like, you know, he's got like stars above his head, just like kind of swinging around, swaying like he's... Do you uh, guys ever think about uh, grass-type Pokemon that are based on mammals? Do you think their hair is grass? Anyway, that's what I was thinking the, about. Asking the real question. <laughs> So I was just imagining you taking a bite out of it. Is he biting grass off of him or like hair? Anyway. No, I'm pretty sure it was just flesh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Guys, I have to tell but you. But it's all some natural and organic. Sometimes I can be kind of like the George R.R. R. Martin of DMing. Like, I get very gruesome in my description. It's the freaking worst. Jake's made me cry more than any other movie <laughs> when our, in, our DM, in our sessions. Because they're just so wow. intense. Yeah, I can't help it. Um, okay. I'm so, fine with it for the record. Keep cool. at it. This is a definitely a PG to PG 13 Pokemon story. So, but not G little kids go not away. G. Nope. Not G. All right. Maybe. What would you like to do? about um, this situation? Would you, you say that in? this Rillaboom is prone? 
Uh, it's not prone. No, oh. but it's weak. I don't know what prone it's means. Prone to drumming. <laughs> prone to prone, to prone like means lying, lying down. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I'm going to have Snorlax tackle. He's just going to like... Blah, blah, tackle. Blah. Okay. Uh, roll for attack. That is 26. <laughs> so. Wow. Okay, so... The Snorlax, like, literally just tackles uh, this Rillaboom, like, knocks him, like, straight on his back. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> roll for damage. Uh, so now he's prone. Ten. Now he is prone. Okay. Uh, so with that, oof. 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 Okay, yeah, the Rillaboom. So he hasn't fainted, but he's in rough shape. He's so in very rough shape. for my bonus action, prone. if he's prone... My bonus action is that I can restrain him without making an attack contest. So Snorlax restrains him. Okay. Not maybe. Maybe couldn't, but Snorlax does. <laughs> so just so Snorlax him. is just yelling, citizens arrest. Yeah. <laughs> sitting on him. <laughs> citizens arrest. <laughs> I guess they're, they're all citizens of Swatu. Yeah. <laughs> um, so wait, just to clarify, you're just restraining him or are you trying to like capture him? Like, are you catching this Rillaboom? Or are you just can holding I? him tight so he can't attack? Can I catch him? You can do whatever you want. I guess there's there's no rule that says you can't. He I don't know. I've basketball. never played Pokemon before. I try and catch him. <laughs> so okay, Snorlax so is restraining him and then maybe comes around and is like, Hi-ya! And she throws her Pokeball at him. Okay. Is that okay. allowed? Okay. <laughs> That's uh, it. Uh, That's yeah. catching Pokemon. I don't... <laughs> Okay. You might do I have to give him a raspberry catch, first? Catch him. That's what I do in Pokemon Go. <laughs> you, okay. You, so, all right. Let me just kind of paint the picture here. So Snorlax is is like pinning down this Rillaboom. Um, maybe you walk up to the Rillaboom. You lean in gently. Let's be and real. Kindly. And you just place a raspberry in this Rillaboom's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you drop your Pokeball right on its face. So... Remind me, Houston, how catching mechanics work here. I uh, go to that sheet, the uh, Pokemon catch rate. Okay. Um, so if you go to the Rillaboom, I would say because he is restrained, that would probably be the equivalent of the paralyzed. Paralyzed, uh, right? Yeah. So I'd put that there. Um, and then there is that space underneath it where you can put any other modifiers you want to to make it more. Uh, feasible to catch. Or I did give him a raspberry. A raspberry. That's true. <laughs> raspberry. And everybody knows that eating raspberries makes you more likely to be caught by something. <laughs> oh. That's how it works. Okay. So we'll call that an extra. Oops. Then you use a nanab berry so it doesn't move around so much. Okay. Uh, so wait, then it's a roll for catching or? Yes. It's a straight it's up D20 roll, right? D20. If you use a Pokeball, it's a plus two. Great ball, plus four, so on and so forth. All right. So you want to use your your one Pokeball that the professor gave you? Yes. <laughs> Here okay. we go. Listeners at home, you can't home see <laughs> the dance I'm doing to <laughs> try and get those dice. We're on a Zoom call, and and Crystal is like waving her imaginary Pokeball around and doing some kind of ritualistic dance. So. hi yeah. Eleven. You just hear this this sound um, coming out of like the sky itself, and it just goes 
Would you like to give a nickname to Rillaboom? Zeph says that. Zeph says that. When you catch a Pokemon, you can give it a nickname. Would you like to give this? Rilla Doom. Oh man. All right. Um, um, th- that's exciting. You are now the proud owner of an actual Rillaboom in your party. So I love how much bigger your Pokemon are than you. Rillaboom you is huge. Down. I don't. I think I, I have a type. You do Rillaboom have a type. Rillaboom is like the size of a Snorlax almost, right? Not a Pokemon type. Just yeah, a, not like, a body type. Yeah. Exactly. Which is to say large. The uh, the professor the professor stands up and. Um, Kind of walks over to the to the three of you as you are um, admiring this shiny Pokeball that now has a Pokemon in it, um, and he goes, "Well, I am proud of the three of you. You know, I've been feeling fine for quite a while now, but I just wanted to see how you would handle this situation. The, and now but the, the Grookies were on fire. You've proven to me that you really are a loyal and powerful party for the mission at hand." I do the Katniss Everdeen bow. You know. I okay. say, good. Yeah. <laughs> I turn right. to him and say, I'm not very well acquainted with sarcasm, but believe me that you will hear it in my voice here. I'm so glad that you decided to help us in that fight against the terrifying monkeys and the somewhat mildly terrifying gorilla. He just puts a hand on your shoulder and he says, you're welcome. He doesn't get the sarcasm. <laughs> Don't touch me. Okay. Um, so you are now standing in a grove um, safe. Uh, and it is basically, it's like pretty dark by now. What would you guys like to do? I'd say this would be a good place to camp, but everything's either scorched or wet. Mm. Can we just like move There's 20 more feet trees. away? <laughs> there are a bunch of like grookey bodies too. <laughs> And they might wake up after their long oh, rest. Oh, that's true. And Wait, capture could, their mother. They could make good cuddle buddies. Why not? To get through the night. Can you not catch passed out Pokemon? We talked about that, right? We yeah. talked about it. No, you can't. Okay. It's bad. And I guess in our world, it's just an honor thing. Because I'm yeah. pretty sure in the anime, they do. Yeah, I, I pull right. out my axe and I cut down a tree oh, and whew. I blow to make a fire to keep us warm so we can spend the night in one another's company, sharing war stories and singing deep dungeon chants. Okay. Oh, that's a beautiful uh, We're going to call that a long, we're going to call that a long rest. Cool. All right. So the next morning, the sun is coming up over the dun-a, hills. Dun-a, dun-a, dun-a. There we go. What? What is that? Was that was the long rest noise. That's the healing music. Oh, dun- oh I got, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, and all of your Pokemon White- are now fully healed. Are you, are you like an acapella singer? You sing a lot. I I just like singing. They're the songs of my people. <laughs> so uh, Professor Alder is kind of standing um, off to the side. He's like standing kind of at, at, at like the uh, at like a lookout point where he can look out over the town of um, Wedgefirst behind you. Um, and it's kind of just like a poetic moment there. And he's kind of meditating. And the sun is coming up and scattering light through the leaves and the trees. 
Um, and the, the last coals of the fire from last night are just kind of fizzling out as you all wake up and stretch ready for a new day. I eat the um, coals for breakfast. <laughs> you eat the coals for breakfast successfully. Yes. I uh, eat and, not, uh, not. bacon yes. for breakfast. I just, I just, I eat some protein bars that I had in my pack for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I think it should officially be canon that whenever we have a long rest, everyone has to state what they eat for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's going to be protein bars every time for Zeph. I guess because his body can't it's, process it's food on be earth. Coals every time for Terrence. <laughs> Okay, uh, so the professor looks at. What, what, what were you gonna say? You guys are what? I was just gonna say you guys are really boring. I have like a spice <laughs> rack in my pack. I'm cooking. I can't believe you're eating coals for breakfast. That's so boring. Yeah, <laughs> they're gross. spicy, much like my Terrence tacos. Those. Okay, the professor looks at the three of you and he says, "Well, I suppose we best be on our way to Blair Mountain." Send me on my way. Okay. Um, you start walking uh, down. You go back to the path that you were originally on, and you start walking down this path. Um, and you can hear like Pidgeys uh, tweeting in the trees. It's kind of picturesque. It's it's actually very beautiful. Um, and the professor is uh, walking alongside you, and he's got his golet out. Um, who's kind of walking in front of him? Now the golet uh, sees a butterfly kind of like fly down in the path and it's very adorable but um the golet kind of like chases after the butterfly like it's or after the butterfree like it's uh it's uh trying to play with it um this is the first time i've ever thought of a golet was cute yeah <laughs> it's adorable it's very cute and all three of you are kind of looking at it it gets about 10 or feet 15 feet up the path when all of a sudden you hear an ear splitting cry go yeah a person falls out of the tree with a large net and oh. lands on top of the golet <laughs> and just Whoa. kind of bundles it up in this in this uh, rope net. And then another person swings in on a vine boom, and like lands right there in the path. And it is helping this person um, kind of contain this golet as it's struggling and, and kind of yelling for uh, the professor. Golet, golet. I, I thought that wasn't allowed. I thought you couldn't catch other people's Pokemon. Um, and the professor is starts screaming like, "Hey, you get away from my Pokemon!" Um, what do the three of you do? I walk straight towards one of them. I say, "Professor, I don't think they know what a Pokemon is." Um, maybe <laughs> they're just called Mons. Oh no, <laughs> no! Get this away from my Mon! So We're not starting that again. It is fine to but call it. But it does make sense that other characters don't know that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my classic move of being flung. <laughs> this is like your classic move already, right? <laughs> it's classic. because I don't know much about Pokemon and so I just revert to it I'll, it get, I'll get used to i'll do something else eventually but yeah i'm gonna have snorlax throw me and this time instead of going in for a kick i'm going like superman style with like double fists punch him right okay. in the face uh uh roll for fling uh 13 
Okay. So your Snorlax just flings you right down the path at uh, these, these two individuals that are trying to kidnap the Skolet. Yeah. And um, you just kind of barrel right into the three of them. Perfect. You just boof, and it just knocks everybody over. Um, you all become a cloud of smoke and roll down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you roll down the road about five feet. Um, and so you're kind of in this just pile of bodies, and then you stand up. And uh, by then, the professor is kind of jogging up, um, and the two men are kind of uh, brushing themselves off, kind of like, oh. And one of them turns and goes, you crazy girl, what the heck are you doing? And the other one goes, we're just trying to catch this here relic fair and square. No, that belongs to that guy. You can't take another man's property. What do you you mean it belongs to the... And then uh, one of them... Uh, just kind of gets wide-eyed and looks at the the golet and says, "You're trying to tell me this is a mon? We've yeah. never seen anything like this before." What are you? Uh. And uh, <laughs> one of them uh, looks at you and he goes, "Well, I'm glad you asked." Oh and no! And they kind of do this like uh, coordinated uh, presentation oh, I, of themselves. Oh, I knew it. And one of them goes. To retrieve all relics within our nation. And the other one goes, to glory in their preservation. And then the other one goes, to keep them under lock and key. And the other one goes, by only the worthy they'll be seen. I feel like you're referencing something I don't get. (laughs) Is that Team Rocket? They say, we're Team Relic. Wow, Team Relic. I didn't. I didn't see that coming. They are dressed uh, in like backpacks and kind of just like expedition gear. They've got like nets and grappling hooks and all kinds of like Indiana Jones-esque stuff on them. Um, and one of them says, it's our job to go around this region and protect the ancient relics that we find so that people can't mess them up. He goes, some people think that they ought to be left alone, but that's not the case. We believe that we should protect them and hide them away. So we're going around gathering up everything we can find. This here relic uh, is pretty strange looking, so we figure we're going to take it back to our base and uh, put it in our safe. Hey, Jake. That's the sound of me punching one of them. Oh, you just punch one of them? <laughs> I just punch one. I have no patience for limericks. Um, all right. I want you to roll for punching. Okay. That's. I mean, that's what I rolled. It was a 19. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so Terrence Lieberman uh, just kind of strolls up to them, uh, you know, broad shoulders, just winds up his dragon fist and just punches the one on the left square in the face. Keep um, in mind, they're doing their whole routine while I'm walking up to them, and they, like, do it despite me walking up, and by the time they're done, there's a fist in the face. Okay, and the one on the left uh, just, like, is out cold. He just hits the dirt. Um, <laughs> oh my. and the one on the right goes what the heck you do that for and he starts he leans down and starts slapping his buddy on the face and goes Reginald Reginald wake up <laughs> hey permission to take a turn here uh, yeah permission granted Um, and also I was going to ask did we establish you can switch up your move set on a long rest yes okay good because uh, I'm going to I'm going to solve this problem right now Um, I'm going to have Starbo do Psywave it's a 30-foot cone, and I'm going to use the action and bonus action of it, so it means um, the trainer gets advantage on persuasion checks against the target on a failed saving throw, and I confuse the target if they fail their saving throw. Okay. So first, do everyone do a saving throw. This is everyone. 
18. Because I'm not being careful. I'm making sure everyone is listening to me. Yeah, that's going to be a 7. All right. Wait, what type of saving throw is this? Is this charisma? Uh, I guess it's a... It doesn't say, so it's a special defense. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, For your person, it would be a wisdom by default. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got 18. That makes sense. Reginald is already in the dirt, like passed out. So okay. I'm not going to have him roll, but uh, Frankie, Frankie is the other one, and he got a two. All right. Well, everyone's going to take 1d4 damage, and I got a two. So everyone takes two damage. Okay. Um, just, a, just a mild headache. And because of that, I'm going to then try and persuade them and say, wait. I technically don't have an action to do a persuasion check, but uh, I'm going to say at least... Hey everyone, can we just like step back and let the professor grab his gullet and you you relic guys, can you just kind of back off? Uh okay, roll for persu- persuasion. All right. And I have an advantage. Hey, a plus 2. That's a 18. No, oh, okay. So um uh Frankie uh given the splitting headache he is now um uh, been given, and the fact that Reginald, his uh, dear friend, is passed out in the dirt, uh, he's pretty persuaded by your request here. He goes, Good. "Okay, okay, listen, you win this time. I'm still not convinced that that's a mon. To me, it looks an awful lot like a relic. But um, y'all just get on out of here. But we'll be back." And he picks up Reginald, throws him on his back, and runs into the trees. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, they are technically confused too. And he runs right into a tree stump and just like, <laughs> hits his face on it. And there now we they're go. both passed out. So, uh, okay. Terrence looks up towards the sky and yells, I'm sorry if you had a planned encounter there and we completely <laughs> bypassed it. Uh, the professor turns to you and says, who are you talking to? <laughs> it's, it's the imaginary Jake in my head. Is this like a religious thing? Sure. We can it's go with that. Fascinating. I, w- I would love to discuss this more, this uh, imaginary god that you sometimes re- speak to. He sounds very, very handsome, like he would be wonderful at governing this universe that we live in. Um, l- let me sit down and talk to you, Professor, about this Jake person who sounds awfully similar to you. And you're going to have to play both roles while I talk to you and tell you about you. Hey. Th- that sounds like a Christopher Nolan movie. And he, he, he's like, he just says, I- I'm going to stop you there because I'm very confused right now, <laughs> both by the sigh wave and also by the words that you are saying. <laughs> so why don't we so, just uh, continue down this path? Yes. Maybe is going to walk back to her Snorlax because she's really tired from being flinged around, flunged, <laughs> and she's going to crawl into his backpack and go to sleep. Nice. That was Aww. candid, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. He's got a, so, yeah, sure. a human-sized backpack. I think we backpack. had established. And it's like those, have you guys seen those, uh, like the cat backpacks that you can put your cat in? Yeah, and it makes like me look like a space so they can look out. <laughs> like that's basically what Snorlax has, but it's like, it's big enough for a small girl to fit in. And I'm going to like pat so him good. on the head. It's so good. And give him a little kiss and then go crawl into the backpack and fall asleep. 
And he just smiles and goes, Snorlax. And he loves you. I like that this Snorlax is more active than we normally imagine them. Oh, <laughs> you know what Snorlax I mean? he's is right. not he's, usually he's... active? <laughs> Should I make him No, he's more? he's he is mostly known for sleeping, thus the name Snorlax. But there's no reason they have to be. Yeah, Crystal, um, don't break stereotypes. A Snorlax seriously. can be awake if it chooses. Thank you. I yeah. will. He dances to the beat of his own drum. And literally now he does because he's got a Rillaboom drummer to him. Oh, yes. <laughs> to be his companion. Um, okay. Um, so the professor turns to you guys and he says, well, I'm sure we haven't seen the end of them, but um, why don't we continue on up the path here? Um, I think we, we better make haste if we're to uh, save the temple. Um, and so you guys start walking up this path and... Um, you kind of crest the hill and, and he turns to you and he says, well, we're just about there. When we come up on this hill, you'll see Blair Mountain. Um, but then you realize that you're seeing plumes of smoke um, kind of just pouring into the sky up ahead. Hmm. Uh, the professor gets a little bit panicky and he starts kind of jogging. Um, uh, and then he starts running and then he starts sprinting up this hill. And when he gets to the top, um, he looks out and he sees... Um, that the temple of Blair Mountain is just engulfed in flames. Starboo! Oh, no. Is that... Is that... Does that count as a small flame? Because Starbo can put those out. Oh. Um, <laughs> I would say... So it's not like... I shouldn't say engulfed in flames because that's actually not what I imagined. It is on fire, so I would okay. say it's something like five small flames. There are probably a lot of small flames in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You'll just spend a few turns putting it out. Yeah, I, I will run. I'll run up there and and try and help out. Okay, great. I don't know how close we are. I don't know if we're like there. Yeah, so we'll say that you, the, the party all runs, well, I guess maybe and Terrence, do you also want to accompany them to the temple? I love fire. Runner. I love fire, I exclaim to the sky, and then I charge in. As we're running up, I just look over to Terrence, though, and I say, can you, like, suck it back up? Is that how dragons work? <laughs> like a reverse dragon fire? Yeah. When you when you burp, are you able to suck it up later? <laughs> yes. Technically, probably, right? When, like... Like, when you basically let, just me, let me give you a more complete description. When you have no, don't. spicy <laughs> Cheetos that you eat for 10 years straight, and then you decide one day, hey, let me exasperate myself and exude all of these spicy Cheetos all over the ground, and then they sizzle and they boil. And then you say, hey, you know what's a good idea to get rid of this mess? Let me suck it all up. Do you do that? Is that a yes? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> no, um, I can't just suck up fire. So I well, like it, it was worth I'm a I'm not shot. going to eat it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> just to paint the picture, uh, the three of you are kind of having this dialogue as you're jogging toward the temple. Yeah, uh, definitely. And the professor is about 10 feet ahead of you because he is far more concerned. It's very Pokemon. They do have long conversations while running. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you all arrive at the, the temple. Um, and it is, uh, it's fairly large, but you can see that there's there's about five different spots where the timber of this temple is uh, in, in flames. So what would you like to do? 
I'm water gunning. Okay. Just just all action towards water gun. Okay. Good. And uh, uh, I don't know if like the way it's written, the the moves will have a good way of putting out a big fire. But uh, we're just gonna say uh, uh, we're just gonna say it's like a classic. There's like a DC for success. Okay. Let's 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 do it like this. So, um. How about a, can I do a check to make sure I'm like finding a good entrance to put out, right? Like I can't put it all out, but yeah. let me like find a good location for it to like. So what role would that be? Uh, would it be yeah, a like, why not, like why don't you just do like dexterity because we could say like you're taking aim with your water gun. Aiming at a good opening. Good. <laughs> Bad. It's a two. <laughs> so he does real. He just sprays a wall and that wall just like crumbles. I don't know. <laughs> no, so yeah, we'll say that you um, you spray your water gun and it doesn't necessarily put out any of the flames, but it does make it so that it, it doesn't... Um, I'm helping! ...burn any faster. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, uh, you guys got anything? Um, I have a, a sleepy and a grass-type Pokemon, so I don't know. Can, can, can Snorlax cast Yawn and make the fire, like, slower or sleepy? <laughs> Does it work on fire? <laughs> you have some unique ideas about fire, Crystal. <laughs> Maybe we could suck it up. Maybe we could yawn at it. <laughs> I'm just working with what I have, okay? Ghost. Okay, so the professor is pretty distraught that it seems like nobody has a solution to this flaming. Norax can try This is the first it. fire in the Swatu region. <laughs> What's that, Crystal? Can can Snorlax lick it? <laughs> lick the fire? Okay, let's back up. Let's back up. I want everybody to back up for a second. You are in the wilderness. You are at a temple, and it is on fire. What do you normally do to put out fire? I don't Crystal? have any water. I'm coming up with different <laughs> options, okay? I don't see anyone okay, else problem solving like this. Freaking Starbo is a piece of crap and can't even aim right. So you know what? As, as you're um, kind of just yelling at everyone about licking the fire, yawning at the fire, and sucking in the fire, uh, the professor has rolled a 15 in investigation, and he has found a well by a small house about oh, uh, 10 feet away. I forgot um, you could do that. This, and he is kind of hauling up, he's hauling up a bucket of water. Okay, I go help no, him. Uh, we don't have to use Pokemon, you can just throw some water at it. I go help him. He goes over, and he throws some water, and he puts out one of the flames. I would like to do that. Um, Terrence is not accustomed to the idea of putting fires out. Terrence, don't you do That's not traditionally what his culture is about. So he's, his natural instinct is like, oh, fire. This We need to do something about it. Um, I know when we try to do... Uh, trees with green leaves on them still it doesn't burn as well as dry trees so let me try cutting down a very leafy tree and trying to put it out that way so i don't know how you want to resolve that basically he's trying to smother the fire with a tree okay um i mean i would just kind of say that just give me like a survival check to see how crafty you are with the these these saplings that you want to douse the fire with okay so so far we've had that 
Have That's a magic a star 10. Pokemon shoot water at it badly. We've talked about sucking up the fire. We've talked about licking the fire. We have used a, a bucket of water from a well. Pretty good. And we've <laughs> chopped a tree down onto it. Okay. Hey, I said I went to go get another bucket of water. Okay, two buckets of water. So we'll say that two, there, there are five flaming points of this temple, and two of them are now out thanks to these two buckets. I did chop a tree down. Did you see that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Houston's keeping things interesting, so I want to explore this whole. Hey, we've got to we've got to leave somewhere for our characters to grow and get smarter. Yeah, I, I'm I'm down with that. So I want I want Terrence to roll for survival. Yeah, it was a ten. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you mediocrely uh, knocked a tree onto a fire. Yeah, you knock a green <laughs> a very green tree onto the fire. And it, it kind of starts, it, it goes from flaming to smoking. See, guys, I got rid of the that fire. That might be better. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's just say it like this. So uh, if you guys want to keep throwing water at it, we're just going to make that like a dexterity check. Yeah, let's do that. I'll, I'll use star you still. Because it's going to be, yeah, it makes the story boring if we just say we throw more water until it's out. But yeah. so they're going to be dexterity checks. I got a 16. I also got a 16. Oh, nice. Okay, so you I guys also have you got guys, a 16 on chopping trees. You guys have discovered that throwing buckets of water at a fire is actually pretty effective in putting that fire out. So now yes. you're down to just one spot. You're down to just one spot that's still in flames. Did you get my tree? Yes. My second tree. Oh, your second tree? Roll, did you roll for survival again? I, got, I also got a 16. Okay, excellent. Uh, so... The second uh, tree uh, lands on the last flame and it just turns to smoke. Congratulations. It's very the fire effective. is effectively out for now. I have I have star you do sort of some laps, sort of sprinkling water everywhere to sort of, you know. Okay. On my trees. Make sure it does. Yeah, make sure it doesn't start up again. Okay. With all Excellent. the fuel that it has just received. Okay. Um, so... Um, uh, all of a sudden, you hear kind of um, some voices coming from just inside the uh, the temple, and um, uh, all of a sudden, uh, two figures run out of the temple, um, and they are kind of wearing like very shiny steel armor. Um, they have like swords on their sides, uh, and they. Um, turn and they look at you and they speak only to Zeth and they say uh, you what are yeah. you doing with them oh, no. oh I'm not um with them's maybe strong um we just I you saw the, the temple traitor. was on fire we no we just came to help because we saw you were on fire uh we put out the fire though and then they he looks at you and he says we started the fire uh, oh, I, we're destroying this temple. But I thought the fire was always burning. Since, since the world's the been turning. Start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. I, I thought that was, I thought destroying the, the sacred places of this planet was, was against the prime directive. <laughs> you understand very little about the prime directive, you fool. I, yeah, I guess that's true. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm more on the Zedi side of things, so we're not. We don't really interact with that. Um, and he says, "If you want to learn more about the Prime Directive of this mission, 
You'll have to speak with him himself. I, I mean, you know, I'm good actually. No, speak with him. Yours. You'll have to speak with him. Okay. I, I don't. I'm fine with not understanding the prime directive actually. Um, and then without it's further not my, ado, it's not my place. Really, he, you know, he just frankly. gets fed up with you, and he goes, "Lunatone, go!" Uh, and he throws okay. out, uh, uh, "Lunatone," and it appears before you. And the other one standing next to him also throws out a lunatone. And just kind of like from the sky, you hear. Guys, just so you know, that's our battle music. Don't be alarmed. Everybody roll for initiative. Is your entire alien species very good at acapella? That's all I've gathered from you so far. I got an at 20 on my initiative. I got five. Oh, nice. 19. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Zeph, what would you like to do in this situation? I'm going to water gun the closest Lunatone there. Okay. If you want a battle of of Pokemon that kind of look like they're rocks, but also are in the shape of celestial bodies, it's on. <laughs> uh, and I hit him with a water gun, which never mind. He has to make a saving throw. Okay. I'm just hitting one of them. I assume they're the same at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got a five. Okay, that's not enough. So he's going to take uh, nine damage. Excellent. Okay, perfect. Um, then Terrence Lieberman, you're up. I'm going to follow after the splash that Star you made. And have my Axew do the move Assurance, which is if the target Pokemon has already taken damage, I can roll a D10 instead of a D8 uh, when dealing damage with this move. And it's Dark Tech move, so I'm going to be super effective. Oh, I also probably should have been super effective, right? Water on Rock? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Vulnerable to water. So how does the super effective thing work? Just double damage. Yeah. Double damage. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. All right. Um, the professor. Uh, so you, you hit this lunatone in the face and the professor goes, wow. You know, like I always say, that lunatone is hurting for certain. <laughs> and Zeph just like smiles to himself. Again, I've, I I don't know these people. I don't I don't know why they're they're acting like we have inside references. I'm just I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, and then so it goes to ter- uh, Terrence Lieberman. Uh, that's going to be a 16. 16 damage doubled or 16 to hit. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, that hits. Yes. Okay. So that will be 12, 14 doubled. So 28 damage. 28 damage, huh? I assured wow. it. Okay, uh, so uh, what was the attack again? Sorry. Uh, assurance is the name of that move. Okay, um, so the, the Lunatone that uh, Zeth had already taken aim at, um, it, it takes this Assurance just just right to the groin. And <laughs> how, uh, how, yeah, paint me a word picture, Jake. How do you describe the move Assurance? How do you describe the groin of a Lunatone? <laughs> 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 uh, 
And the professor, uh, the professor uh, looks at you guys. Also, I, I just want to kind of make this canon that when I am describing things or saying things, um, it can also like me and the professor are one mind and one soul. Okay, so um, when you are challenging, uh, you're saying asking these questions to me. Um, the professor pulls out his book and he says, "You know, um, these are the types of questions that uh, I believe deserve." Um, a lot of research and a lot of thinking, a lot of hypotheses. So I'm not prepared to answer it in this moment. What I do know is that that groin has been assured. <laughs> I assure you. Thanks, Professor. And, I mean, stranger. <laughs> and the first lunatone faints. Uh, the first lunatone faints, and the one behind it takes part of the blow as well. Um, and then it goes to uh, oh, and then it goes to the uh, the space yards. I forgot they were and called that. One of the space yards uh, decides it wants to use hypnosis. Um, hypnosis: all enemies in range fall asleep on a failed saving defense, or on a failed special defense saving throw. Quick question: Did are they the space yards or the conquista? I think that the the group of conquerors are the quista, but their race is space yard. Gotcha. Yes. They are spaceyard quistas. Yeah. Like Spaniard conquistadors. Gotcha. That makes that makes sense. Um, okay. So um, I think d- here's a question um, mechanics wise. When a Pokemon uses hypnosis, do the trainers also have to save against it? Or they fall asleep. Or I would just, just assume, unless you're like actively, like intentionally trying to hit the trainers for some reason, I just say it hits the Pokemon. I was just kind of taking trainers are not really involved unless you specifically want to interact with them in some way. Okay, perfect. So um, all three of your Pokemon need to make a special defense saving throw. 20. 10. Okay. 19. Okay, uh, so Snorlax, surprisingly, stays awake. <laughs> um, Staryu also stays awake, and Axew just kind of lays down and goes to bed. <laughs> he snores very loudly. Yes. Um, excellent. And that is the current state of things, and then it goes to uh, maybe. So before I make any move, I like ask the professor i'm like hey hey yo dog what type of pokemon is lunatone and the professor turns to you and he goes well you see a lunatone is rock psychic it's vulnerable to grass water ground steel bug dark and ghost and it's resistant to normal flying fire poison and psychic so then i'm gonna throw out my pokeball and go rillaboom go I don't know what you say. Oh, we're already using the Rillaboom. This is sick. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, Do I have to like suck gorilla. in my Snorlax before I use my <laughs> Rillaboom? No, I like the idea that your Snorlax is kind of like Ash's Pikachu. Like it doesn't really ever live in a Pokeball. Well, okay. it can't live in a Pokeball because you don't. You, you only have one Pokeball. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We, we we only have one active Pokemon, but like the way that looks can vary. That's okay. another moral. A boundary that no one chooses to break. Everyone's just yeah. like, "Yep, one trainer, one Pokemon." Okay. I like the idea though of like y- you guys walking into town with six Pokemon. Like, 
<laughs> at your at your sides. Um, but yeah, so Snorlax is just uh, hanging out with you, but Rillaboom bursts out of this Pokeball, and it goes Rillaboom! And then he's going to do Noble Roar to try and frighten them. And they have to make a Ooh. defense saving throw. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make each of them do a defense saving throw. Um, <clears throat> even though one of them... so. Oh, man. So uh, the first guy, um, he's the one whose Lunatone has fainted, and he rolls a one. So he uh, promptly craps his pants and then turns around and runs straight back into the temple. He also gets four damage. Oh, nice. And he uh, trips and uh, breaks his nose on a on a block of the temple as he's walking inside. Okay. Uh, the second one... Uh, rolls a nine. Um, so that's a DC of 16. Okay. Um, so the second uh, Kista is also pretty terrified. And he uh, retrieves his Lunatone, and he also turns and he runs directly back into the temple. Okay, and then as my bonus action, so it says your trainer gains advantage on intimidation checks for one minute. So as my bonus action, I'm going to stand on top of my Snorlax shoulders and just like, just like wave my arms in the air like a freaking weirdo (laughs) and try and intimidate them and ride off the coattails of my Rilla Doom's noble roar. Wow. Yeah, you better run. Exactly. That was was a great portrayal. So both uh, of these Kisitas have now fled back into the temple. Um, and as the four of you are standing outside the temple, um, and they kind of disappear into the darkness, you hear the distinct sound of a horse whinnying. Oh, no. And it goes. <laughs> but there's something about it that sounds spacey. No. <laughs> With an exclamation here, point. Here, guys, brace yourself. This is one of the most fearsome mons I've ever, I've ever known. They're not from this planet. Just get ready. You may see something terrifying. Okay. And um, as you guys are, as Yosefo is um, explaining this, um, you hear another voice come from behind you. Um, And the voice from behind you um, is yelling, wait, wait. Um, And you see this old man um, run up to the, the group and he says, you you whippersnappers can't go in there. Excuse me, sir. How old are you? And are he you says, old enough to get away with saying whippersnappers? He says, I'm 104 years old, I am. And first Fair. off, you can't wow, go in Wow, you must there. be hurting for certain. <laughs> and he goes, why, yes, I am hurting for certain. You know, my dad used to say that phrase and and my great granddaddy used to say that phrase. And I, I teach my kids that phrase. And so everybody in my family always says that phrase. Did I use it right? Did I use that right, Professor? Uh, you you most definitely did. Um, and he says, but you can't go in this temple. You just can't do it. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, but those guys, they, they probably also shouldn't be in there. Do- is it goes, okay if oh, we go in most, there? To, they most to, definitely shouldn't be in there. I'm already what walking we, in. What if we went in there to stop them from being in there? He says, first off, this temple is sacred. And 
because it's so sacred, it's filled with all types of of booby traps and, and I'm monsters and puzzles that you have to I'm going. figure out as you're you're working your way through here. I'm just head forward, marching through the doors of this temple. Okay, you uh, you disappear through the doors of the temple, and he he kind of just like takes his head in his hands and goes oh, and then he turns to the the other three of you that are standing there, and he goes. Well, it's not just that. It's about an hour ago. I saw an entire army of uh, of crazy looking beasts and weird men in shiny armor walk, walk through the doors of this temple. And who knows what's going on in there? Eek. I don't know who does know. And he goes, listen. Um, if are, are you guys determined to go into the temple? I'm already inside. It's nice and cool despite being on fire five minutes ago. Um, and he looks to maybe and he looks to, to Zeph. He says, you two? Are, um, you, are you convinced you're going to go inside this temple? I'm not really convinced of anything at this point. I think there may be some space horses in there. <laughs> and he goes, you know, that's exactly how I would describe the things I saw. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, he- I'm out then. He turns to maybe and uh, and he says, I'm, "What about you? Are you going in there?" I look like like side to side between Terrence and Seth, just like huh, Terrence huh. is gone. Terrence right, is right, but like the Terrence direction that he's answer. in, right? So just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, as if I'm like like stuck. And then I look at the professor and I say, "I'm gonna stick with the professor on this one." So I'm gonna let him choose. Because um, you I'm say that and you look at the professor, but the professor is just standing there um, and he looks like he's in shock. Um, you haven't really taken notice because this old man has mostly just been engaging with with uh, Terrence F and maybe. But he is staring at the old man completely wide eyed. <gasps> Father, are you OK, professor? There's no space horses out here. You're, you should be fine. And he says. Um, excuse me, sir, speaking to the old man. Um, might you tell me, how do you call yourself? And the man goes, well, everybody knows me. I'm old man Jones. And the professor just takes a deep breath and goes, okay. And is that a common name here? Seems like he's is that a common. Is that a common name? You guys have the same last name. Is that a common name here? Um, and the professor turns to uh, to Zeph and says, um, "No, in fact, I've never met any other family in this region with the last name Jones." I thought your name was Alder. And, and the the old man turns and says, um, "You're trying to tell me your last name is Jones." And uh, and maybe is also challenging him because he prevented himself as, as Professor Alder. Um, and he says, oh, yeah, I guess it doesn't make sense that I called him out for that. <laughs> Retcon. <laughs> I just uh, saw that you were setting that up. He he goes, oh, it's time I come clean. Professor Alder is the name I gave myself when I ended up in this realm. Um, you know, it just seemed a little bit cooler. I was kind of positioning myself as a Pokemon professor and they usually have tree names. But Pretty my name is Johnny Jones, otherwise known as the great, 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 
great, great, great grandson of Old Man Jones. <gasps> and Old Man Jones gasps. And then he says, I don't know what in the hell you're talking about, son. <laughs> and uh, the professor goes, uh, you see, I'm I'm from the I'm from the future. Right? And he goes, oh, never mind. Never mind. Um, the point is, um, I'm, I'm glad to I'm glad to meet you. Good, sir. And the old man says, I'm, I'm glad to meet you, too. Um, then suddenly. After the professor and um, the old man have this conversation, um, you hear a very loud noise come from right inside the temple. Um, and you hear the whinnyings of four different um, animals. And you distinctly hear the scream of Terence Lieberman as it fades farther and farther and farther into the temple. The guy from the Mart? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, old man Jones, um, old man Jones looks at the three of or at the yeah, at the three of you and he says, Well, I do believe your friend just got kidnapped and taken deep inside that temple. Now, I know that um, around here, we don't just leave people to die. So if you're up for it, I will accompany the three of you along with my Pokemon on a rescue mission to save your friend. <laughs> <laughs>